What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Drop the Glove Sports Podcast. I am co-host Charlie. And I am co-host Mike. Welcome, everybody, to another exciting episode. Do We got some rants and some exciting stuff to talk about in this one. Boy, oh boy. <laughs> we got some drama. We got some, uh, what is it? We got some MLB news to share. Got some college football. And that, oh, got a full platter tonight, guys. Full platter. The, this week's the, the Thanksgiving. Uh, what? Last week was gobble, gobble. No, no. MF uh, You said a full play. I was like. A full platter, yeah. A full platter. I was like, oh, never mind. Well, I had a brain fart. <laughs> I had a brain fart. And that sampler platter? Is that what you were trying to think no, of? Was, like when you go. A Thanksgiving, a Thanksgiving feast. Oh. So you know what? Since Thanksgiving's pissed, we have a Christmas feast for we're, you all. Yes. A soon to be Christmas. We have, we have a winter holiday feast. Yeah. And that of of stuff to go through, because this, because uh, it is Hanukkah this week. Happy uh, Hanukkah to all our uh, Jewish listeners. Um, Christmas is coming up, and Kwanzaa is also coming up. But I don't know when Kwanzaa is. On I don't. Yeah. It. Don't I'm ask sure. me. And uh, Sorry, this is guys. not the show for that. <laughs> and that uh, for discussing holidays or. All I know is we got less than 23 days until Christmas? 22. 22. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, I got to get Christmas shopping done. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, guys, yep, we got a whole bunch to talk about. Um, in terms of beer, we're drinking what we had last week. Yes. And the uh, Gobble Gobble MFers episode. <laughs> that. that. <laughs> Still cracks you up. <laughs> the the video of us going gobble 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 that still cracks me up because my buddy Dave was like, "What the hell are you guys? Were you guys drunk?" They're like, "No, we weren't drunk, drunk on turkey." Yeah, <laughs> he's like he laughed his ass off. Because like, there's there's enough there's enough Thanksgiving leftovers to last like three days. I mean, I I still have macaroni and cheese and stuff and get in the fridge we we ran out of stuff sunday night and uh, we wow. we because we ate uh we had thanksgiving thursday um friday leftovers saturday leftovers then went over to another family thanksgiving and then sunday last day of leftovers so <laughs> yeah three days Three days of leftovers. Because I used to tell my wife, we can't put up the Christmas tree until the leftovers are gone. Oh. That did not happen. She put she put up the Christmas tree on Saturday, and we still had a day of leftovers. <laughs> so that that was that used to be a rule, but now it's I can't wait anymore. The Christmas tree's going up. It's like, I, uh, okay, know, babe. I don't think my Christmas tree's going up this year, so and that I'm okay with. Really? No Christmas tree? I, I Is there a certain reason that we can't get into or it's just well, preference? No. Don't it, want to put in the work? Yeah. Okay. I I, I work I it's just eh. I I just not feeling it. I, I'm not I'm, I'm not a very festive uh person after working in 11 years of retail. Mm-hmm. That's kind of 
killed my Christmas spirit, and I'm slowly. It's I. It's not that I don't like Christmas. It's the fact that Christmas isn't what it's it, what it's supposed to be nowadays. It's let's ah let's see who can get the biggest effing gift or let's see who I can outdo this year. And I'm not all about that. I'm just like, you know what? If you give me a gift card, I'm happy with it. Mm. You know, if you say, hey, Mike, here's five bucks. I'm not going to gripe about it. It's, it's, it's something, you mm-hmm. know. And we've we talked about this before off air and whatnot. It's like, it's not, it's not, I don't see it as I have to go out and spend $4,000 on just one single person mm. for them to be like, oh, he cares about me, you know. Mm. You're supposed to show that shit all year round. Mm. It's not here. Let me get you a four thousand dollar television to show you how much I love you or whatnot, you know. Hell, if you want, buy me a case of damn beer. Merry Christmas, Mike. All right, I know I got a good gift. You know it. It is what it is. Dang. So I mean that's. I don't. I don't care. It's. It. I didn't mean for you to get all down. And, no, no, I'm and, not down. And go and go off about this. It was just. No, I'll, I, I'll, all I was asking was why. Why are you not putting up the Christmas tree? And you're just like, well, after eleven years in retail, dude. Relax. <laughs> hey, you know what? It's recording day. I think your beard needs a beer. Exactly. <laughs> I'm not, Charlie, I'm not down about it. I'm just saying, it's like... I know, it's just you were going there, and I'm just like, dude, no, 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 no. no. Grab grab a beer. Thank you. (laughs) Ready? Three, two, one. Crack it. All right, thanks, buddy. I love you. I knew, I knew we... Oh. Happy now? (laughs) <laughs> yes. You got a beer. You happy? Good. My 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 my. Uh, you got your garage beer. So my my, my precious. Your precious. My precious. <laughs> and uh, so you're drinking the garage. I got the Mad Tree Legendary Lager. Ah. Oh. Uh, beer's good. Life is good. This beard is happy. Good. <laughs> All, right. All right, let's get into the sports. But I have a feeling we're going to go trigger the uh, the angry side of you here again because let's just get this out of the way. So, Mike, you're a Notre Dame fan. Should be no shock to our, uh, uh, to our average listener who tunes in every Sunday at uh, 6 p.m., and listens to our episode. Yeah. And they should know you by now. You're a Notre Dame fan. I love Notre Dame. Well, Notre Dame was in the news earlier this week, Mike. So, um, do you want to recap everybody there? Yeah. So And share your thoughts? So, you know, we, we discussed this on a, a previous episode that I didn't really care for Brian Kelly. And he, he left to go to LSU. Which he did. He did the guys of Notre Dame wrong, like he did the boys of UC. Which that that I should be over what he did to UC, but this just brought all the brought back all the bad memories of the UC. What he did to UC. 
if if you're going to leave a school, wait till the damn season is officially over with. You coach your team until if you're going to a bowl, coach them, and then after the bowl, all right, leave. You know what? Just leave. Go to whatever school you're going to. And it's kind of the same thing with Lincoln Riley doing what he did to the boys of Oklahoma. Yeah, it's Oklahoma. Oklahoma. You know, oh, they might be going to the bowl game. Here, I'm going to go to USC. Wait. And this this is for all the college football. This goes beyond college football. This goes into all sports. If you're going to take another job, wait till the... I'm trying not to lose my shit, but wait till the damn season's over with. Mm. You know, don't... Okay, well, my team, Notre Dame's sixth in the nation. They could possibly make it to a playoff game, depending on what happens. What happened uh, What happened this weekend, yeah. Yeah. You know... They could play for a national title. But I'm Brian Kelly. I'm going to LSU. Well, you know what, Brian Kelly? Enjoy LSU because as this Notre Dame fan, I hope you don't win a damn national title at LSU. I hope Alabama kicks your ass as long as you're there. I hope everybody in the SEC kicks your ass. Even Vanderbilt, Tennessee, all the shit teams in the SEC. And then, guess what? You're going to have to deal with Texas and Oklahoma when they join. So, good luck, asshole. It just... That that irks me. Right. Wait till the damn bowl game's over with, and then leave the damn team. Don't leave when the se- midway through the season. The season's not over with. Yes, regular season's over with. But you're going to the damn bowl game. And Notre Dame hired... Hired their defensive coordinator. Their defensive co- coordinator, Marcus Freeman. I tell you something. I was watching what he. I was watching uh, clips of what he said to them boys. Mm-hmm. He's going to be a hell of a coach, and I'd be scared. Come bowl the bowl game if they make it. I'd be wherever, scared. Wherever I, they go, be wherever scared. they go, playoffs or whatever, I'd be scared of this team because these guys. These boys, mm-hmm. these men, they're going to kick some ass. Oh, I bet. They're going. This guy, Marcus Freeman, is going to have these boys fired up, ready to go out there and play, and kick somebody's ass doing it. Mm-hmm. You know, and or Brian Kelly was trying to get all his coordinators will not come down to LSU, and every one of them said no. This is where Notre Dame is where I'm going to stay. Mm-hmm. Tommy Reese, Marcus Freeman, all these all the other coaches that that coach Notre Dame, mm-hmm. they're staying in South Bend. So Tommy Reese, co- the coaches of Notre Dame, new head coach Marcus Freeman, I congratulate you got you guys on Choosing your loyalty to that school. And I cannot wait for the bowl game. And I cannot wait for next season to come around. 
because this is a team that you should be scared of. Mm. My own personal opinion. And if if you disagree, try to change my mind. You probably won't, but try it. Because Notre Dame is going to gonna do things. I see it. I feel it. Mm. So that's my my thoughts on that because it's it's absolute bullshit mm. to uh, I know I keep repeating myself about wait until after the season's over with. But that that should that I agree. I totally agree. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm it, sorry. It, it drives me crazy. It drives me crazy too. And this is not the first time Brian Kelly has done this either. And that Brian Kelly has a history of building up a program, making it good, making it great, and saying, I'm not going anywhere, or I have no plans. Oh, this is my dream job. I want to be here. Yeah, this is my dream job. I'm not looking to change. And you hear your name in the rumor mill of, hey, LSU, come to LSU. What's that? Coaching opportunity? Yeah, hold on. I'll be right there. <laughs> and I, because I'll tell you what, I really wish we had uh, Daniel. Yeah. And after this episode, because Daniel could tell you he was there at that pep rally for UC when UC was going to go to the, uh, I can't remember what bowl game it was. I don't know what Sugar bowl. Sugar or something? I think it was the Sugar Bowl against, I know they were playing Florida. Uh, the T- Tim Tebow, Florida. Sugar, that it would probably be sugar. Yeah. And that. So, yeah. He went there. He went there with the buddy Kevin and that went to the pep rally for yeah. that. And that was when all the rumors were flying around. Who's going to be the new coach of Notre Dame? Brian Kelly, who's he's an alumni of Notre Dame. It's his alma mater. It's his dream job. And he grabbed the microphone point blank stared into the cameras and into the faces of the thousands of people who showed up for that pep rally and said, I'm not going anywhere. Bold face lie. Lied through your teeth and did it with a straight face like, yep, I'm out of here, guys. Picked up the microphone said, I'm not going anywhere and 24 hours later, Brian Kelly, new head coach of Notre Dame. And that, and I wasn't a fan of Brian Kelly at UC. I certainly was not a fan of him after he left UC and became the Notre Dame coach. And I wasn't a fan of the guy he replaced either. And that, um, what was his name? Uh, Charlie Weiss? Charlie Weiss. Was not a fan of him. Um, I mean, I like Charlie Weiss, but I I told you the three coaches I didn't care for being a Notre Dame fan. Uh, Ty Willingham, uh, the guy that coached, I think, Davies, and then Brian Kelly. I just, that, that it, it irks me. Mm-hmm. You know, I know I know it's a business, but, you know, you have... But there should be some ethical standards yeah. to some of these coaches. I mean, I, I understand part of the logistics of the move, because you're like, the sooner you leave and the sooner you get to the next place, the qu- the sooner you can start recruiting, building the team that you want to have the next, not next season, but the season after next season. 
And uh, you're not trying to build the 2022 class. You're trying to build the 2023 class when you get there. Uh, you would love to go into a program in 2022 after leaving the one that you just did and be like, I'm ready to win with the guys who are going to come in. I'm sure you'd love to. Yeah. But it's going to be a rebuilding year for you. You're going to wait. You're going to have to deal with the people who are either already there, the people you have to fire, the people you got to hire, and then all the... The, the and, players that might transfer. And now all the players who might transfer uh, from... I mean, think of Freeman. And then think of all the guys who now will... who were probably going to come into Notre Dame because of Brian Kelly and now are going to transfer. Think of all the guys... I don't see that... Ha- I, I be honest with you... I see maybe a handful of. Their- I don't think it's going to be the whole class. It's not going to be the whole recruiting class. Yeah. But there will be a handful of guys who are going to be like, I chose to come here because it was based on the word of Brian Kelly. Well, you should know by now, guys, the word of Brian Kelly now means, means shit. Exactly. It absolutely, means absolutely shit. No- yeah, it means absolutely nothing. And to be honest with you, <sighs> Brian Kelly has to dig himself out of a hole. I'm not trying to. I'm not trying to defend the guy whatsoever. I still don't like him. And I, I, know, I and never I, liked him. I, and I hope he doesn't do well at LSU. And I'm not an LSU fan. I'm a Kentucky fan. Only Kentucky. Do not care about any other SEC team whatsoever. And that, and I hope Kentucky whoops. I hope Mark Stoops kicks the crap out of him next year. And that's that's not that was oh, when I saw this. It was kind of it kind of eased my anger just a, a scooch that Kentucky came up with a deal and re-signed Mark Stoops to keep coaching in Kentucky. So I was like, Well, he's done a good job. Mark, yeah, Mark I, Stoops I, has done a really good job. I see good things for UK. I mean, when he took over after. Um, uh, what was the guy's name? Rich Brooks? Yeah. And uh, when he took over after Rich Brooks, there was a fir- the first couple years of Mark Stoops, it's kind of like, where did this guy come from again? But now he's... He's got his team. He's got his team. He's got the crew that he wants to be with. And I'll tell you what, I mean, there were, I think it was, it wasn't 20, it wasn't last year. It was 2019. Yeah, I was super hyped for 2019. I was like, this is the year, guys. I know Alabama's going to be a tough one because they did play Alabama in that season. But I was like, come on, guys. I see us going 12-1. and Yeah. I see us going 12-1 and in, in the uh, East. And uh, we can beat Georgia. Georgia. Georgia was going to be a test. I knew that, too. But I was like, guys, we can do this. 2019 was going to be Kentucky's year. It wasn't, unfortunately. They lost to Georgia. They lost to Alabama. Uh, there was a key loss to, to South Carolina, and you finished it. You finished um, nine and three, but you still played on New Year's Day. Yeah, you still played Penn State on New Year's Day. I and take, beat Penn State. And beat Penn State. I take that as a win. I mean, um, as of this recording. They're twenty. They're back in the top twenty-five. They're twenty-five, number twenty-five in the rankings. So I mean, that says a lot for that program. They they, they were going to go bowling two weeks ago, I yeah, mean, or three or four weeks ago. When I I can't remember who they beat, um, but they beat somebody, and then it was like, oh, declared bowl eligible. I was like, good enough for me. I'll take I'll take a I'll take a before, new because before Mark. Stoops, it was Music City Bowls. Yeah. Ridge Brooks just did enough to get to the Music City Bowl every year. 
And now Mark Stoops has gone from Music City to New Year's Day playing in the... Um, Orange Bowl? No, not no, George. not the Orange Bowl. Big Ten, SEC. What? What? Uh, Outback. Outback Bowl or something like that. They, I know one year they played. One year, like Cotton. No, like okay. it was. It was in a Florida Cotton Bowls in Texas. Okay. But yeah, I mean, I mean, going from like going from a bowl game that is usually played around Christmas to playing a game that is now going to be either New Year's Eve, New Year's Day, or the day after New Year's Day is like that's good enough, guys. Yeah. We're we're working our way up. That's good. And that, but going back to Brian Kelly and everything, yeah, it's just he's gonna have a he's gonna have a huge hole to dig out of in the SEC. One, okay, one he has a hole to dig out. Two. Welcome to the SEC, where you're going to play a bowl game every week. Yeah, and that it's what uh, it's what uh, the L- the former LSU coach said to Texas and Alabama, uh, not Texas now, about Texas and Oklahoma coming from coach the Big o. Twelve to the SEC. It's like those guys play a bowl game once a season. Here in the SEC, we play a bowl game every Saturday. Exactly, and that so you better come ready to play. Like I, I you're hope, in a bowl game situation every Saturday. I hope Kentucky plays LSU up in Lexington. Oh, I would love. That. I I seriously would love to and, go to that game and early in the season too. Please let it be early in the season. I'll you take know, week week four. Give me week you, four. You know what? I wouldn't care. It could be freezing, flipping cold out there. I'm going to go root root for Kentucky. Oh, definitely. Uh, but. I, I, I want to go. I want to go to if Notre Dame comes down here and plays UC next year. I want to get tickets for that game because I want to see how good this guy is, and I know he's going to be that good. Because I, I want to see how good he's going to be too. Because I haven't been an Irish fan, a Notre Dame Irish fan, for a very long time, and I can feel the spirit of my grandma hovering around me, like getting ready to smack me again, and that I can feel it. And so I'm get so I'm going into this with an open mind with Notre Dame now, where it's like I don't know who this guy is, I don't have a bad taste in my mouth saying his name, so I'm gonna be, I'm I'm just gonna see what happens. If I see how he coaches or see how he works with the guys, and if I like what I see, because with Brian Kelly, I made this joke uh, the very first year he took over, and that. Um, when he took over and he uh, coached his very first Notre Dame game, and you could just see him on the sideline cursing up a storm and everything, it was just, uh, what was it? I um, I said, oh, he better go to confession tomorrow morning before mass. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it was like, dude, dude, you're the coach of a Catholic college. <laughs> oh, I was watching I was watching. You should this. have a better mouth than that. No, <laughs> I was laughing my ass off the other night when I saw I saw Tommy Reese address the players, and he was dropping f bomb after f bomb. I'm like, okay, <laughs> no worries. I don't care. Yeah. He was talking to his players, so I I if you're talking to your players, you can. It doesn't matter. I mean, it, I. I I know there's there is a language in sports that that I think coaches use to try and get through certain types of players. 
Yeah. And I'll show you that interview or the the clip that I saw on Instagram uh, with Coach Freeman. Mm-hmm. And I'll let you watch that and get your opinion on that. And if you want, you can post it to IG and have our listeners see it. Mm-hmm. So it's just I'm, I'm glad I'm glad uh, Coach Freeman is now the head coach of the Irish. Brian Kelly, you can kick rocks. Don't let uh, the doorknob hit you where the good Lord should have split you. It, well, should have hit him in that damn head, you jackass. But I, it, Charlie, it is what it is. Dang. And we'll we'll I'm leaving it there. Like I said, Brian Kelly, I hope you get your clock clean. Go Owen, whatever. He won't go Owen, whatever. He'll get a few. And that I don't everybody care. beats Vanderbilt. <laughs> uh, come on. Vanderbilt's the team that makes everybody in the SEC feel better about themselves. <laughs> Even Missouri beats Vanderbilt. Well, come I think, on. I think the only win he'll get is against the cupcake teams. that, that, that the, They'll play a few cupcake yeah. teams. They'll play a so, few. But I just I hell I, even Texas will beat Van, Vandy when they get to the SEC. <laughs> anyway. But it, it's just it that that shit irks me. Mm-hmm. So Coach Freeman, congratulations getting uh, the head position at Notre Dame. Good luck. I'll be waiting to see what you do in the bowl game, man. And then wherever you guys go. So I hope I hope it's I hope it's a national national title. Well, it's it's uh, probably a good thing that you brought that up. So let's so last week we um, we were gearing up for the for rivalry week. Yeah. Um, and you went six and zero in the picks. <laughs> it's the second time you have done that in in this uh, college football season. I have not once ever gone undefeated in the weeks, but it's okay. I'm okay with that, uh, and because you went six and zero, and me and Brad went uh, five and one. Correct. You and me are once again tied in <laughs> our picks, but this time it's not we're even in picks. Yeah. We both have the same win loss record, and it's better than being tied in picks. So we're forty two and thirty six. Okay. So we're both above five hundred. Hey, at I'll least take, we're not. At least we're not hovering on the line like we were a few weeks ago when we were two, both uh, two two six and zero oh, uh, weeks will help a brother out. <laughs> uh, I don't think you're going to go six and zero oh again, man. Not not this week, and that uh, I don't think you did. Um, but you never know. It'll, that's up for debate. Um, <laughs> if I do, Charlie. <laughs> if I do, uh, if you do. Then oh boy, that Army Navy game is going to be very interesting. <laughs> That's going to be one heck of a game to watch, <laughs> uh, especially for you and me. Um, but given given the given what happened uh, in Rivalry Week, yeah, and that Ohio State losing its second game to Michigan, woo woo, yes, oh, 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 oh that was week week. There, there we go. go. Yes, <laughs> and that week, and that but. Michigan finally beating oh finally finally beating the Ohio State FIs and that um after three thousand and five hundred plus days 
They finally beat Ohio State. And uh, the last time Michigan beat Ohio State was 2011. It's all, it was all, it was decade, 10 years, man. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> you know I had to do the Ron Simmons thing. But, um, so that helped Cincinnati. Helped Cincinnati. If, oh, uh, and this, uh, Auburn. Auburn was freaking. They didn't even need a first down. They did not even need a first down because, hmm. Okay, the, the, four, the fourth quarter, you had the ball with like a minute to go or something like that. A minute and change. And they didn't need a first down. Everybody said, oh, first down, Auburn wins. No, no, no. Just keep the clock running. And the, I, I get that the backup quarterback was put in a weird spot and he was limping at the end of the game and it's like, dude, you gotta, I mean, and he muscled through it. He did. He muscled through it. He kept, he kept going, took every snap, but dude, you have the game in your hands and what did you do? You felt out of bounds rather than let the guy take you in bounds and you would have ran another 40 seconds off the clock and you could have taken a delay a game and you still would have ran out the clock. What is up with that? I, I, do, I do have a couple things to say about that game. One, that was the first Iron Bowl ever in 83 years to go into overtime. Everyone in overtime. Yes. Two. It was. It was a good game up it until was. up until up until overtime. Up until overtime. Uh, but Auburn drove me crazy, man. Casey, Ty, I apologize for what I'm about to say, but come on, man! You had one job, one job. Run the clock out. Uh, it was a good game. It was uh, the, the the whole uh, man. I I was I was watching. I don't know what game. I think I was watching Notre Dame at Stanford, mm. and I was looking at the. Er, oh, I, we at we the, didn't at the, turn it. We we didn't turn the game on Saturday when I went over to my parents to watch football with uh, with my brother and my dad. I mean, it was Michigan Ohio State. After that game, it was. Okay, Auburn Alabama is on. Turn it over to Auburn Alabama. Oh wait, no, no, I did watch. I did watch the rest of the. I, I don't know I, what game I was watching where I was looking at the ticker and I saw the score for the. I was about to say Notre Dame and Stanford was, was on, an, was an it, evening game. It, evening game, yeah. So because Auburn and Alabama started at three thirty. Shit, what game was I? I don't remember what game I was watching, huh. but I saw the ticker and I was like, wait a minute, is that? I was like, okay, I'm going to turn it over and watch this. I don't know what the hell I was watching, but it was it was a good game. I mean, we, I mean, I wasn't I wasn't ready to start jumping up and down and be like Alabama lost because if Alabama would have lost again, Alabama losing, Ohio State losing, if both of those teams lost, you see, I think, I I don't think they could just coast. Yeah, and be good in a playoff position. I think they. I mean, they won the night before. Yeah, they played a Friday game, and and they won. 
No doubt. I mean, it was final score was like thirty five thirteen. It was no no contest. Yeah, and that, but going undefeated in the regular season and then playing in their conference championship, and that I don't think you got to just coast and be like, whatevs, we're in. No, 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 no. The, commi- got- the committee will find a reason. Yeah, I truly believe this. Me, my dad, we totally believe this. Because you still got to worry about Oklahoma State. O- Oklahoma State is my biggest concern right and now. And Notre Dame. I'm not worried about Notre Dame. I'm more worried about Oklahoma State. And the reason why I'm more worried about Oklahoma State is because they are behind Notre Dame. No, they're in front of Notre Dame. Are they? They're number five? They're number five. Okay. Notre Dame six. Okay. So. Which I call bullshit on that, but okay. what else? Because if they were behind Notre Dame, I would be more concerned. Because if Oklahoma State went won their conference championship, if, yeah. they, if they won their conference championship, they have a legitimate reason to jump UC. Yeah. Because I guarantee you the playoff committee is going to find some bullshit to try and find... To host Cincinnati. To host Cincinnati. Yeah. And that... And you're going to hear all the whining and complaining from Ohio State fans for the next month going, we should still be in, right? No. You lost two games. All right? You lost two. You let a two-loss team into that playoff? Oh, there will be legitimate gripes for next year to have an eight-team playoff. There will be legitimate gripes because everybody will know you found a reason to screw over Cincinnati. And that we, Cincinnati we is the little engine that freaking could break the whole system down. And I hope they do it. I want a non-Power 5 conference team to just shatter everybody's dreams. Oh, dude, I'm right there with you. Because could you imagine? Could you imagine? Two weeks ago, Oregon lost. Yeah. Then the last fall. week, Alabama losing. And then Ohio oh. State losing. All three of those guys losing, you would have a playoff without Alabama, Ohio State, or Notre Dame. You'd have three out of four major teams that usually make it, or Clemson. Four. That's four. And Clemson just fell off the map this year. Well, Notre Dame, they they got it. They still have a chance. They if, do. They, if I, Michigan, if Michigan loses and Alabama lose, they're their conference games, mm-hmm. which as of this, re- as of as this, of re- this recording, recording we res- don't know. The results are to be determined. To, to be yeah, to be determined. So you could have Georgia, Cincinnati at number, possibly at number two. Oklahoma. It, it won't be Oklahoma. Oh, 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 you didn't let me finish. Okay. Oklahoma State. Okay. Well, you you paused at Oklahoma, and I was like, uh, because I had a, a they're gone. Oklahoma's I, gone. I had I had a thing in my throat. <laughs> let me finish. Okay. You, you jumped the gun there, partner. You paused. I paused. I had a little. I was a little verklempt. Too much dramatic flair there, man. <laughs> and Notre Dame. So you could possibly see. A Notre Dame UC matchup again, and a and a Georgia Notre Dame matchup, uh, Oklahoma State Cincinnati. Matchup. You have all these scenarios. Mm-hmm. So well, in the playoff format, number one plays number, number four, four, and two plays number three. Yeah, and to be honest with you, if UC stays at four, I'd love a Georgia UC rematch. I would love to watch but that game. I just I just that's the thing that confuses me. 
how the hell does Michigan jump up all the way to number two? And then Alabama stay, goes to three, and Cincinnati stays at four. Again, it's playoff. I, I guarantee it's playoff committee bias. But I hope, I'm praying to the football gods, that Georgia wipes the field with Alabama. Oh, it, I, Well, I was about to say, if Georgia beat, if Georgia beat Alabama huge, mm-hmm. yeah, Alabama's gone. But if, but if Alabama and Georgia is like a close game like we saw a week or two ago with Bama and Auburn, yeah, man, I think they're going to find a way to squeeze both of them in there. And if Michigan wins and that they're good, Michigan will secure their spot and Harbaugh will get a contract extension he's never seen before. <laughs> and that he his job was on the line last year. Yeah. And, that, and then 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 he he got the monkey off his back this year. And that, oh, I remember I remember Harbaugh last year and I, I can't I think it was a um who was it? Was it Iowa or Penn State? I can't remember who he played last year, but I was watching the game and um you, I think it was Iowa. If I had to guess, it was Iowa. Um, they were they were chanting um, "Fire Harbaugh!" Like he they like he was gone. I mean, to be honest with you, I thought he was. I thought he was going. I thought for sure he was going to be fired last year, but they kept him. And now this year, he's had a he had an eleven one record in the regular season, Big Ten championship appearance. So, I mean, yeah, he's going to see a contract extension he's never seen before. Exactly. But it's UC I'm worried about the most. That is why, I mean, that is why I will defend the pick of Baylor uh, beating Oklahoma State if they did. Um, I picked Michigan, but I'll, I'll secretly be rooting for Iowa. Uh, Same. But if Iowa wins... Michigan's gone, and then the committee will. Tr- I really feel like that'll be a problem for UC because if Michigan loses, Michigan could be the reason why UC's in right now. Mm-hmm. Because if Michigan loses, they could find a reason to put Notre Dame and Oklahoma State in front of UC. I'm scared because if Michigan lose, I want Michigan to. It's it's hard for me right now because yeah. Michigan. Thank you for beating Ohio State. You broke a ten-year streak, and that doing that. But now the funny thing is. But yeah. now it's like, what is going to be the best possible scenario to make sure UC stays in the playoff hunt? Did I posted a meme? I made a meme mm-hmm. the other night when when Ohio State lost to Michigan. You remember the episode of Family Guy where? Uh, Peter is stuck in the elevator with G or with God, mm-hmm. and he's talking about. Peter goes, "Do atheists go to hell?" And Jesus or God's like, "No, they or no, they don't." And then Peter goes, "But what about?" And I can't for I can't remember what he said, but it, it left the blank mm-hmm. where Peter goes, "But what about?" I put Ohio. Ohio State Buckeyes, and, and God's like, straight down, boiler room, boiler room of hell. I was like, I was, I loved it. I laughed. 
I, as I was putting the text in there, I was laughing my ass off maniacally like the Joker and Batman. I was like, ah, ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? Kind of Joker-esque. And I was like, yes, I, I don't know. I, I couldn't get it on Instagram because it was too big. So I po- posted it on my face, my own, my personal Facebook page. Got a lot of hate from. Oh, dude, you you poke the bear for Ohio State fans. Oh, they will come. They well, will I, come after you. They will find a yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. It was like the like the cupcake one. The post that I showed you. Yeah. I pissed off this girl that was an Ohio State fan. Uh, she's like. You just adjust because we're better than you. I was like, no. The only reason the only reason you win is because you play shitty ass teams. No. So no. and then I was like, you know what? Yeah, you gave me free UC tickets, but guess what? Buh bye. <laughs> oh man, yeah. I can't stand Ohio man, I can't believe I used to be an Ohio State fan. Uh, me too. It still drives me crazy. <laughs> me too. I was once a Ohio State fan too. And then I, I smartened up. We we all saw the light. We we all eventually saw the light. I saw the the light that I saw was coming off a golden dome. <laughs> out out in South Bend, Indiana. <laughs> From Indiana, I saw this light coming off of a golden dome, and I was like, "What is this?" <laughs> And I heard a voice. Oh Lord, what a heavenly light! And I heard the voice of God go, "Young Mike, it's the light of a great, wonderful team." Is um, it like that one scene from uh, Monty Python Quest? Uh, was it the Holy Grail? Yeah, yeah. Where God appears out, and they all go, "Oh, oh Lord, oh Lord, oh don't grovel! I hate groveling." <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that, Michael, Michael. I want you to find the Holy Grail. <laughs> and I did find the Holy Grail. It it's is, a blessing. A blessing from the Lord. <laughs> and it was the most Holy Grail ever. <laughs> I found it in South Bend, Indiana. And it was huge. It was marvelous. <laughs> it was an excellent light. Mm. <laughs> Uh, Don't go down the rabbit hole. Don't go down the rabbit hole. No, just give me a high five and we'll leave it at that. All right. Uh, Uh, mm. (laughs) Uh, See? This is a... You know how you make fun of the... Sorry, Canadian listeners. I apologize for what I'm about to say, but... You know how you poke the bear with the Canadian listeners? Yeah. I, 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 I have my fun with... Poking the bear, bear with, with the, the Ohio State fans and anything that comes out of Schittsburg. So I just like to like to take the stick and go move, <laughs> do something. Stop! It's already dead. <laughs> like, like I'm beating that dead horse. <laughs> move already! Move! All right. Um, we're having we're having we're, we're having a good time. We're tonight. having a good time. Um. Is it so? Yeah, I'm. I'm just worried about UC. This this past week of conference championship games, it's gonna. You, UC's in one. Uh, Michigan, Oklahoma State, Alabama, Georgia—they're all in 
and they and these are the games to watch yeah. to figure out what's going to happen because do they release the final Sunday night? So the day after? The oh, day after. Because it's usually because it's Sunday night. Because usually because it's Tuesday. It's Tuesday when they release the playoff four yeah. on Tuesday. So I didn't know if it was going to be Tuesday again. No, it's Sunday. Okay, so that gives. You see, less than twenty-four hours after their game, for I think, I for, think a it's a, for a potential screw job, the Montreal screw job. In this it, case, it'll, it'll be, be the Cincinnati screw it'll job. It'll be called the Cincinnati screw job if they find a way. Yeah, but I, I believe UC is a good runner. I think they will. I think they can sweep the board, and if. The committee finds a way. Get ready for a lot of pushback, and I hope oh, yeah. the, I hope the committee's ready for an even tougher job next year. Oh yeah, because guarantee you, they find a way to screw a non-power five team that sweeps the board. Oh yeah, there'll be a pl- there'll be a eighteen playoff for sure in twenty twenty two. Yes, sir. So. That's it for college football. We went on that for a while. We yeah, found Notre Dame, the UC, and everything in between. Oh, yeah. I went down a, a <laughs> rabbit hole in itself. And you know what? I did get a little angry, which is my right as a fan. Yeah, I got angry. I'll let my voice be known. Brian Kelly, you still effing suck. Yep. And I got two words for you. And if you ain't dead... Well, if you ain't down with it, I got two words for you, Brian Kelly. Suck, Suck it! it! All right, uh, Charlie. So, in uh, other big news that happened this past week, we have um, Major League Baseball. Oh, God. And that you would think it's December, it's the off season. There's no big news. You're right. There usually isn't. But this year... We've added some fuel to the fire. Or I shouldn't say we, but the between the uh, MLB and the Players Association, uh, they've definitely added some fuel to the fire. Oh, Lord. So, uh, a couple days ago, uh, the um, owners of all the MLB teams unanimous, unanimously voted on a lockout. Yeah. So, this is the fourth lockout in MLB history. Uh, I think, what did they say? Um, I think the last one came uh, December of 2016. So, about was, five years ago. About five years ago when the last one happened. Yeah. So, there's a lot of, there's a lot of issues up in the air here. Um, I wouldn't say... There's some people who are saying, "Don't panic. It's December. Got to February. We got, we got, we got time." And then there are some people who have doomsday articles coming out in the sports world, going, "Oh no! What if there's no baseball next year?" It's like, guys, relax. If it was February and pitchers and catchers were supposed to uh, report, report to, spring. to spring training, yeah. I would, I would worry a little bit. Yeah, I wouldn't worry as much, but. I would worry a little bit, but when it comes to like middle of spring training, that's when I would start panicking. That's when yeah. I would be like, I don't think this is going to get done in time. Um, so, 
just read you guys an article that from uh, the spo- uh, the score yeah. uh, sports uh, app and uh, website. Read you guys a few of the terms as to what is being proposed on both sides. So, the MLB has uh, the MLB as in Major the, League Baseball, baseball the, owners. the owners have offered to raise the collective bargaining uh, agreement to where the players uh, offered to raise yeah the collective bargaining agreement. But the players rejected their offer of a hundred million dollar salary floor proposal, and the players also rejected a bonus pool proposal that centered around dividing up money for arbitration or eligible players based on a wins above replacement metric. The article did not go into detail about the wins above replacement metric or what that means. Or what. I have no clue. Anybody, guys, if you know what this means, if, reach out to Charlie or myself. If, uh, who is it, Billy Bean of the Oakland uh, Athletics, if you understand this metric, please reach out to us. Kurt. Uh, Kurt, reach out to us, man. We need to understand this money ball stuff or whatever this proposal is. Uh, owners offered to increase both the minimum salary and the luxury tax threshold, but the pl- but not to the levels that the players requested. Um, the owners' main objectives also uh, included expanding the postseason uh, to where they would have a 14-team playoff format uh, that would allow division winners to pick their first-round opponents. No. Uh, and then no. the players' union reported a counter proposal uh, this past Tuesday, with a slew of changes uh, to where uh, ensuring free agency um, would happen five years in in terms of a contract or service of a contract, or by the age of twenty nine and a half, whichever comes first for the player. Uh, uh, they wanted arbitration uh, for free agency to go for two years instead of three. Uh, they wanted to increase the tax threshold, again, not to the level that the owners wanted. And then the players also floated a, not a 14, but a 12-team playoff format with divisional realignment as well as wanting Players, players wanted this. They wanted advertising to be shown on jerseys. So, and you know our thoughts about the advertisement. We, on jerseys. we covered this in a past episode. I can't remember which one. Uh, yeah, but we we talked about this, and yeah, we we're not a fan of advertising, but the fact that the players want it that surprises me. Yeah, that that just drives. I me say crazy. I say no to the twelve the twelve team playoff. Or the fourteen, or the fourteen. Because um, what is it now? It's it's, uh, it's six, isn't it? I believe it's six. You have you have um, the two, two wild, wild card cards. teams. You have um, you have the one uh, outright uh, number one overall, n- number one overall, and then the other two. Yeah. Division winners, and then the winner of the wild card plays the number one overall. Yeah. yeah. And so yeah, it's six teams. Or and five. It's five teams. Five teams. 
Eh, two whatever. divisional winners, two wild card winners, and then the mm. one overall. Yeah. So it's five. It's five. I would. I would stick. If you want, add another wild card team and make that team play the number one team. And then, have four wild card spots. Or yeah, you could have four wild card spots. And that four wild. So if you had four wild card spots, then. Number one. You know what? No, no, that uh, wouldn't work. That wouldn't work because. Scrap that idea. Yeah. So you make the wild card game the best out of three. Make it a three game series. Mm, Okay. So you win two games, you're in. Instead of this one and and done BS, which I find that obnoxious. And then you go through the, the winner of that series goes through. And plays whoever the number one overall, and then go on from there. Bless me. So the realignment how how are you going to realign yeah, the I, divisions? Yeah, I was about to say I want to look at that right now. I mean, unless you put some National League teams in the American League, American League, and some American League teams in the National League, and all that mumbo jumbo. Or you expand, you do expansion. There's 30 teams total. Yeah. And there's five in each division. Three Correct. divisions. Three divisions. Three divisions in both American and National League. That's 15 teams each league. Correct. Yeah. What are you going to do? you going to add a fourth division or something? I, I, I mean, you, you, could, you could, like... If you do realignment, do you do it where, like, the East is more like Pittsburgh, Philly, uh, New York, and New York. Washington? And then. So, hold on. Hold on. What, what were the teams that you just said? So, in the NL Pittsburgh, East. Pittsburgh, Philly, New York. In Washington? Correct. Okay, so then you're eliminating the Braves in Miami, Florida from the East. Correct. So those are two taken out. Okay. And then you take in Pittsburgh from the Central and you move them East. Correct. Okay, so then... Or wait, what, what other team is close enough to you could put that fifth team in there? In the East? In the East, yeah. Um... Right. Next closest east? It would be Cincinnati. Possibly Cincinnati, or you keep Atlanta. Or you keep or you keep Miami, and then you move Atlanta to the central. And if you move Atlanta to the central... Well, you're SOL. Oh, my gosh. It's going to be interesting between the Cards, Cubs, Reds, yeah. and Atlanta. That'll be interesting. Um, yeah. I, I don't... I don't... I don't the, uh, I would have to see propose if I if we could see proposed realignment for yeah. divisions. I think that would give us a better idea of like okay, this kind of makes sense. This makes absolutely no sense because if you're going to say like there's an east, a central, and a west, what are you going to do? You're going to do an east, north, south, and a west. You turn the red division from central to a north. Yeah, and then you have a south division, but then the south wouldn't work because. You have Atlanta. You only have Atlanta and uh, Miami. Miami. Yeah. I mean, and 
out west, I mean, out west just makes perfect sense. You have Arizona, you have Colorado, you got San Diego, L.A., San Francisco. It makes no sense. Um, I mean, unless you want to move Houston back to the National League, which I think that would be good punishment for Houston, let's be honest. (laughs) Ever since they moved from the NL to the AL, they've had so much success. It's like, well, gee, you know what? Let's move them back to the NL. (laughs) And then you move the Brewers back to the AL? Or you move... Who do you move from the AL to the NL? It, it's, it's, it's a lot of what-ifs. It's a lot of what-ifs. There's too many what-ifs up in the air. And especially when you involve expanding the format, the playoff format. Yeah. I'm like, who, I, who in the... Who I don't the really right care one? about the money with, yeah. with these players and owners. They're millionaires. Most of these guys are millionaires. I really do not care when it comes to them and their money. It's their money, whatever. They have more than you and I will ever make in our lifetime. It doesn't matter. So with their whole their whole squabble about money, I don't care. But when it comes to the... I care more about the realignment, the playoff formatting, yeah. and everything like that. This, and the thing money is, is money. The thing is, the season is 162 games. See, now that I wish they would shorten. Because when we had Kurt on here, we asked Kurt if he would change anything, and he said he would shorten the the baseball season. And when we asked him how many, he said he would still keep it above 100, but he didn't want it to go into the fall. He didn't want it to go into October or anything. Yeah. So I was like, and and he wanted to start it earlier, too. The playoffs. Oh, no. No, not the the playoffs. He wanted to start the season earlier. He wanted to start the season earlier so it wouldn't go into the fall. And with and losing like can't remember what he said. I think he wanted to shorten it from 162 to like 120 something, somewhere in there. So I, I just it, some of the stuff that it just doesn't make any sense. So I mean I, I I don't know Charlie. I'm not an economist. I don't understand the money part. I don't understand the taxes. I kind of understand the free agency thing. Yeah. Like or like you want to start like some of these players. Some of these players, I think, are just trying to chase money right now. They're not thinking about franchise. They're not thinking about what's my options here. Mm-hmm. They're thinking about what are my options elsewhere. It start, MLB is kind of going down the lines of the NBA right now. It's thinking about what's my future, where's my best chance to win a championship if I'm 29 and a half or after five years of a contract. Yeah. So and you got to look at this. So you got Boston and New York. And then you have the Dodgers, and I'm trying to think who else is a big money team. Like out west, or are you talking about no, like just in, 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 in general, general, like the big the big market money teams? Chicago Cubs. Cubs, I think they're they're in the same. The Cubs and the White Sox are in the same small market. As the Reds and them. White Sox, I would say, is small. Cubs are not. Cubs is Cubs is an up Cubs is an uptown team. White Sox is a downtown team. They are South Side. Yeah. And so that's why I say Cubs. Cubs have more money. Um, Angels, Los Angeles Angels. Yeah, the Angels. Yeah. I mean, they they, I dish, mean, they dish out a lot of money for Trout, Pulhols for all those years. So. Yeah. 
And they wanted they wanted Harper for like four hundred million or something like that. So I mean, that to me that's a big market team. Yeah. If you can dish out four hundred million dollars for one player, that's a big that's a big team. I, I just I don't I don't Charlie I don't know I don't know how this how this is all gonna work. You know I guess it's wait and see. Wait and see, but in terms of the playoff format. Don't go too much. Don't, yeah, don't be adding teams for the sake of just adding teams. I mean, it's the same way. Everybody everybody wants to add more onto the postseason yeah. because they want, I guess, either one, they want the duration of the playoffs to last longer, or you have so many teams griping about how it should have been their year. Guys, everybody says that. Well, that this is the thing that bugs me. About the NHL playoffs and then the NBA playoffs. The NBA playoffs take like three or four months to play. The NHL playoffs takes what two, three months? Two to three at tops. Two, two to three months to play. I don't want to. I don't want. But be, and the reason why it takes shorter time for the NHL is because they only have like one night in between games, whereas the NBA yeah, they takes, have like two to three. It's like you don't need that many rest days, guys. Come on. Exactly, and I'm and I'm not trying to pick on an NHL, but that it just it seems like, and I don't want to see MLB going into September and creeping into November the the play for playoffs like September to November being the playoffs. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, let's get the for, or do the, you just get rid of the seven game thing and just make it a best of five? No, I wouldn't make. I wouldn't get rid of the best of seven. If you're going to shorten any series, you have the three game for the wild card. You make the the divisional and the World Series seven games, and then before the divisional series, you know, like the divisional what championship? Yeah. You make the games before that five. Okay. You, do you, yeah, so everything before you get to the divisional round is five, five or less. Yeah. Or best out of three or something. And then once you're in the divisional round, it's best of seven on. Yeah. Including the World Series. American League, National League, Championship Series, and the World Series. Correct. Okay. Hmm. Adding more teams. That just complicates things. It does complicate things. 12 to 14 is too many. Do If you want to do 8, do 8. Actually, do 7 or something. I mean, I, do I, 7 where you have like 4 wild card teams or something like that. Um, or do 6 and each divisional winner faces a wild card team. And you got 3 wild card teams then. Yeah, that I that that works. So like, like L.A. Let's say L.A. is the number one overall. They they have the best record in the National League. They get to play the number one wild card. Number two is let's say the winner of the East, Atlanta. So if Atlanta won is the number two overall and won the East, they get the number two wild card. And then let's say uh, Milwaukee Brewers, since they were 
in this year. If they were the number three best in record and won their division, they get the number three wild card, which could have been the Reds. They would have played in-division rivals Cincinnati. And then those wild card teams with the divisional winners, best of three. Two games, you're in. That's it. And then after that, that's where it gets a little tricky. A little hairy? A little hairy. Because while you have even matchups for six teams, yeah, you have three winners. So who gets the bye? And which two move on to play each other to play that one team that gets the bye? That's where it gets a little hairy. I thought that was a good idea until I started thinking, oh, wait, only three winners. Who gets the bye? Whoever wins against the number one team? Or whoever is the lowest-seeded team gets a bye? Because sometimes I think the lowest-seeded team should get a bye. Why should the number one? Oh, is, yeah. And then maybe the number one should actually, you know, work their tail off. They're number one for a reason. They got a target on their back. Maybe they should actually play. So, I'm, I, I mean... Uh. <laughs> Congrats, guys! You broke our brains when, yeah. it, when it comes to this. I got, I got nothing. I got, like I said, I don't care about the money. I really uh, don't. Yeah. This this whole squabbling over money thing, it's like people have done this for years. Players, coaches, organizations, whether it's MLB, football, NBA, hockey, they've all squab- squabbled over. Hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars and that in contract negotiations and stuff. So money's money. They'll figure that part out. They'll, they'll figure out what threshold they're willing to give up. Like, okay, I guess I don't need 10 more million or whatever. You know the old saying, so, money, talks and bu- money talks and bullshit walks. So as so, of right now... A lot of bullshit is being thrown around. And a lot of bullshit's walking. A lot of bullshit's walking by owners and by players. And that, um, whew, I saw I saw something earlier today uh, where they were like, uh, so when the lockout eventually ends and you don't have some of these rosters set or whatever, yeah, uh, you're gonna have like. Um, Going to have a guy for like the Arizona Diamondbacks got called up from Double A or something rather than Triple A. Yeah. And uh, he's going to be a pinch runner for somebody, and he'll just say third base guy for Arizona Diamondbacks because they don't know his name, and he, he's only there for the one one game or whatever. <laughs> and then, ladies and gentlemen, you'll be paying twenty dollars for a coke. And forty dollars for a beer. I was about to say, and that's probably another part of it too. the The higher you raise these guys' salaries, the higher the prices at the stadiums are going to go for the food and the beer. And that is why I don't go to sporting events like the Bengals or the Reds anymore. I go to the Cyclones. It's more affordable for the family. Speaking of the Cyclones, what? What about the Cyclones? I can't wait. Because DC Night. DC Comics Night? DC Comics Night. I, I saw the, the... Oh, you saw the superhero jerseys? 
It's the Flash. The Flash. Oh, wow. I want to go. What took them so long to do that? I don't know. They, you they would had, think that would have been like one of the first things. Oh, well, no, think you, of. you have, you have, you got, you got your Superman, the Boy Scout, and then. What you, were all their other ones? Uh, for DC, I know they did well, Batman. It, it wasn't just DC. I think it's it DC Marvel because they know they did an Iron Man one year. Yeah. Well, they're they're going to do they're going to do a Marvel weekend like later oh, in the season. Okay, so each comic brand gets their own weekend or yeah. night or whatever. Yeah. Okay. But Marvel gets two nights. DC only gets the one. Well, that should tell you something. Marvel's you know better what? than DC. F Marvel. God, dude. I'm a D. I'm a DC dude. Uh, I. Are we are we going to go and have a debate on the what what cop? Guys, this is where it gets funny. I'm a Marvel guy. Okay. Okay. Well, you're allowed to be a Marvel guy. Let me be the DC guy. You're fine to be the DC guy, but if you tell me that the DC movies are better than Marvel, call bullshit. No, I'm not going to tell you that because I TV agree. TV shows, I agree with you 110 freaking percent. I'll I'll get I'll give you the movies. The movie, the DC movies, with the exception of the Christian Bale Batman yes, series, yes. and Michael Keaton. Yes, I, I I will give you those exceptions. And the C- Christopher Reeve Superman. That that gets an ex. All the Chris- Christopher Reeves and Michael Keaton definitely get an exception because those came before the modern Marvel era of movies. So those totally get an exception. They get a pass. They, they came and then before the Marvel. Marvel. And then the Christian Bale Batman, it gets a pass because that was totally. a freaking awesome the trilogy. Best, the best Batman movies ever made. Correct. No, hands down. And Heath Ledger, one of the best Jokers of all time. Did we? Did to- we? Totally puts to rest the whole um, crap. What's the guy's name? Who who was Joker in uh, Suicide Squad? Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Yeah. He was shit. He was absolutely. So terrible. I don't know. And I didn't even watch the movie. So okay, I don't know if we did this. On the show, or not, I can't remember. Too many beers. 49 episodes and countless beers later. Yeah, yeah I can't I remember. So, so pardon us while we geek out here for a nerd Nerd out here for a moment. We've done it before. So, all right, Charlie. Okay. Since we're talking about the Joker, the Joker, Batman and Joker. Yeah. Give me your th- top three Batman Batman and your top three Jokers. Okay. I'm going to start with Joker. I was more prepared for Joker than I was for Batman. Okay. Uh, So top three is going to be Heath Ledger. Correct. Uh, Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. You are correct, sir. I'm on a game show now? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. So Heath Ledger um... Cesar Romero, and then uh, Mark Hamill. No Jack Nicholson? Nope. He's number four. If you would have told me who's my top four, he takes number four. Okay. There is no number five because Jared Leto doesn't deserve number five. I wipe my ass with Jared Leto's Joker. But, so. Okay. Heath, the original Joker, Cesar Romero, and Mark Hamill, because Mark Hamill has the best laugh. When it comes to 
the animated Joker. Okay. Um, Batman. I'm I'm gonna go with Christian Bale. Okay. Then Michael Keaton, and then finally I'm gonna go with Adam. Um, Adam West. Adam West. Okay. Yeah, Val. The George Clooney, no, uh, the George no. Clooney Val Kilmer Batman's, and and George Clooney has come out and then apologized for that one. Yeah, the, yeah. those for those. his portrayal, for his not betrayal, but his portrayal of Batman. Batman. Yeah. Okay. So, Mike, to you now. Okay. Your Joker's and your Batman. So number one, of course, Heath Ledger. Number two, Jack Nicholson. Okay. And number three, Mark Hamill. Don't get me wrong, Cesar Romero's Joker, I I, I loved. Mm-hmm. I loved. But what um, what is it about Jack Nicholson's Joker that you that you find so intriguing or so well done? He played it a different way than what Cesar Romero did, Mark Hamill did, and Christian Bale did. Heath Ledger did. Or, yeah, Heath Ledger. I'm sorry. Yeah. I mean, they 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 all took different things of the Joker and created their own version of it, mm-hmm. which I love. Mm-hmm. You know, Cesar Romero, he did the the comical Joker, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Christian or not? I, I don't know why I keep saying you, you, they asked Christian Bale before Heath Ledger to play the Joker. Yeah. So that's what I'm thinking. But Heath Ledger's Joker was the insane, maniacal. I'll screw with your head. The sociopath. The so yeah, the sociopath the, Joker. Yeah, he was he was the anarchist. He, he didn't care about rules. And then the Mark Hamill Joker, you know, kind of leaned towards the the Cesar Romero mm. Joker. Okay. You know, it was like, ah, ha, 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 kind of thing. But he did Mark. For but the long, but uh, so the Jack, Jack Nicholson. Nichols, Jack Nicholson one. He's the gangster Joker. The, 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 yeah, the gangster Joker. The uh, pork chops and apple straw. She, or... You know the the yeah. the crime syndicate Joker. He he was more. He was more there in terms of thinking things through, like a mobster. Like how is this play? How is this going to play out? Rather than the other Jokers who are more of a Mark Hamill. I I put Mark Hamill up there because of his laugh. Yeah. He he did all these different. St- uh, sounds of laughter for the Joker because because he, he, he even said in an interview each laugh represents a different level of evil of so, Joker. So a little little two fun facts about Mark Hamill. So and he he's a voice actor now. Well, a voice actor when he's not being Luke Skywalker pulled out of retirement for Luke Skywalker. Yeah. And Disney F you for ruining oh, yeah. those Star Wars you, franchise. Yeah, those those <laughs> last three movies, I haven't even seen. I've seen bits and pieces. They were dog shit. And they're enough for me to go, yeah, Disney, you screwed George Lucas over. 
But anyway, going going fun fact about Mark Hamill. So in the newer the remake of the Chucky movie, he was the voice of Chucky. Huh. Cool. And yeah. then Kevin there's a thing on Netflix where Kevin Smith uh Silent J for those who don't know who Kevin Smith is, he played Silent J in Dogma Chasing Amy, Mall Rats, and all that fun jazz. Kevin Smith rebooted the He-Man series. Oh, okay. And Sarah Michelle Gellar is in it. Mark Hamill's in it. I can't figure out. I don't know the rest of the cast. But the funny thing is, Mark Hamill is the voice of Skeletor. Oh. So you have... You have three different franchises, or four different franchises. One franchise, Mark Hamill's the good guy. The other three... He's the bad guy. He's the bad guy. Wow. So, wow, we went down a rabbit hole with that one. Well, we did because we were trying to, because we were talking about DC and Marvel Knight for the Cyclones and then Jerseys and then that went down to movies. But you still haven't given me the Batman. The Batman. The Batman. uh, Christian Bale is number one. Michael Keaton's number two. And Kevin Connolly's number three. He's the voice of of the animated Batman. Oh, okay. And he played. He had was a, he in the same animated Batman with yes. Mark Hamill? Okay. Yes. And then he played the older Batman in the one of the episodes of Arrow, uh, Crisis on Infinite. Uh, Infinite or Crisis on Infinite the, the, Earth? The, 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 no, it was the it was the last it was the last part of the I can't remember the last. It was part of the Arrow Arrow series where oh, okay he, the last season of Arrow where they're trying to save the multiverse and whatever I can't yeah. believe we're talking about multiverses, <laughs> but he played the older Batman in in that in the Arrowverse in the air yeah in the Arrowverse of the multiverse <laughs> and that <laughs> I I don't know why we're going down this rabbit hole but. I just I just want to add one thing about this. So if there, let's just say, let's throw this out here for shits and giggles. Mm-hmm. What what if there are? Imp- I know we're a sports podcast, but we're we're just bullshitting right now. Mm-hmm. What if there is some multiverse, like another you and another me, mm-hmm. and we're totally. Different from what we are now. We're not teaming up to do a podcast. We're teaming up to like do a bank job or something. <laughs> <laughs> you and me are getting together on another in another another heist. And uh, yeah, every Friday night, you and me are gearing up for another bank robbery. That's it. And we haven't been caught by the Joker, or not the Joker, or the Batman, or whoever yet. <laughs> or we're hockey players making millions of dollars. Or we're, or we're hockey players. Uh, Doing bake heists on the weekends. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. But anyway, back 
<laughs> Back to the cyclone. Well, you brought up the cyclones uh, and the jerseys. Yeah. So, um, what did you think about the jerseys that were released the, uh, earlier this um, this past week? Pittsburgh released a new alternate jersey. Uh, I think Nashville pit- released uh, their jersey for the Winter Classic. And then the, the Tampa, and then the Tampa, Tampa Bay, Bay Lightning released a jersey for a stadium series game that they have. Out of all the three, how would you rank them? <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. Uh, well, I'm interesting. I, I'm interested <laughs> because Pittsburgh's third jersey is a style that you and I have both liked, and that because it's the name diagonal. Their, their their city name or the team name is diagonal. And uh, and you and me have both said we liked the Cincinnati Cyclones, who used to have their third jersey where it said Cincinnati the, yeah. diagonal. And then also back when uh, uh, my alma mater, uh, Northern Kentucky University, their hockey club, they had a jersey like it where they had Norse written in diagonal. And uh, so it's a style that you and I have both liked. Yeah. So I'm curious as to how you rank it. I know it's Pittsburgh, but keep an open mind with that. Well, I do. I my first one would be Nashville. I do. I do like what Nashville did. It's different. It is very different. There's it, no predator head on. No, it, it's got the guitar pick with the three stars, and has Smashville. And I think on the back they have. Uh, Smashville or Nashville? I think it has Nashville, Nashville and then the no- number. Yeah, yeah, and then the number. That'd be number one. Okay. I like I like Tampa Bay's, but that's kind of been played. They've played that one out. The Bolts one they have played out before. But I and I can't really believe I'm saying this, but. That Bolts one is third on my list. And I guess Pittsburgh is number two. With the classic black and yellow and the Pittsburgh written in diagonal. Correct. Okay. So, um, for me, Pittsburgh's number one. Okay. And because it's the classic design, it's black and yellow, it's no flash. There's, I don't even think there's an alternate logo on the shoulder pads it's just very plain it's plain it's clean and yeah pittsburgh written out diagonally i love those jerseys okay it it could be you you could have anaheim ducks do a black and orange one just plain and have anaheim written diagonally i think it would look cool you know what as much as i gave you shit about the the dark purple jersey yeah or you know what? Hell, you do it in a white. You have the the white with Anaheim written down in white, and then you have the outline of the blue or the teal and the mm. dark purple. Or write it in teal and have it outlined in white and dark purple. Mm. Or maroon. I'm or I'm just not a white jersey guy. I I, I uh, well we we have me, our reasons. Me, I'm not a white jersey guy either. Me, it gets dirty too quick. Yeah, exactly. I it, one wear and I'm. Find, I, I think I'm finding 
mustard and different kinds of stains all over the place. <laughs> um, I think I only own three, or well, no, I take that back. I own four white jerseys. I own my my home Cincinnati Reds jer- white jersey, and then three Cyclones white jerseys, the camo white jersey they, they did, mm-hmm. and then the two, the one with Twister and the one with the C mm-hmm. on it. So, so it'd be Pittsburgh, Nashville, and then Tampa So we agree Tampa Bay is number Tam- three. Tampa Bay is number, number three because... Not because they played the Bolts one before. It's the white. It's the white. It's the white. So if they did it like in the blue, if they did it in blue, I probably would. Because I see, I seen the black one. I'm not a fan of their black one either. And I and I seen that white one. I was like, eh. If it was in their if it was in their blue, yeah. I think I think if it was in the blue, depending on what it looked like, it could be number one or it could be number two, and Nashville would have been number three. Okay. But Pittsburgh gets number one in my opinion. I'm not a fan of Pittsburgh, but with it being that clean, yeah, I definitely prefer it because I've never liked Pittsburgh's light blue. I never understood it. N- neither did I. They're they're light blue with the uh, vintage penguin logo. I never understood. Never liked it. Um, and then you know what? I think all hockey teams should. Have a, a their alternate jersey be their team name or their nickname dangle on their jersey, like Detroit be Hockey Town. That or Red Wings or Detroit, Detroit, Detroit. or or with Boston you have Boston, you have Bruins, or you have Bean Town. So yeah, I I I would love to see, I'd love to see them with the. I, if you have a nickname, go with the nickname. Yeah. Right. Like, Nashville is Smashville. Yeah. Smashville. And I have yeah. Smashville. And I, uh, if you don't have a nickname... If you're Pittsburgh, you have Schittsburg. <laughs> if, you, if, if it was us making the jerseys, it would be Schittsburg, and we would only make two of them, and it would just be you and me, and we would be fired. <laughs> and be like, that's okay. We're okay. <laughs> We're okay with that. We're okay with that. Um, but yeah, um, yeah. I just saw the jerseys. I was just like, man, those. I don't know what it is about the classic design and the and the city written out diagonally. It just always catches my eye and just like, oh man, that looks cool. Looks clean. Looks classic. Wow. Nothing wrong with it. Um, hmm. What else you got, Mike? Really don't I really don't have nothing. I mean, I mean, Cyclones are playing tonight. Uh, wheeling, traveling to Wheeling, and that playing the Nailers. Uh, uh, should I look up the standings real quick? Yeah, look up the standings. I want to see what. Because I saw the players of the month for um, for the ECHL. The goaltender of the month was from Fort Wayne, and then the. Uh, player of the month for ECHL was um, from Toledo, and I was just like, "Oh, of course, Cincinnati gets hosed again." Uh, with it being teams from around oh. from around their division. I I, I I I do have something. I I saw this on Instagram. 
this week while I was uh, leaving, or I was, I don't know what I was doing, but um, they had this thing in part one of celebrities who played hockey. Yeah. Um, I gotta find it, but. Uh, You're okay. Uh, as of right now, first period, wheelings up two to one. Mm-hmm. And then let's go to standings. And yes, we want division. So in the division, Cyclones are now in second place. They're two points behind Fort Wayne and Toledo. And then, um, let's see here. Is Toledo and Fort Wayne playing tonight? Fort Wayne is playing Iowa. The Heartlanders. Yeah, the Heartlanders. And Toledo is not playing. No. So, well, if they win tonight against the Nailers, they move up and tie Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne, if Fort Wayne loses. Correct. And and Toledo, too, if they tie. So, So, um, yeah. So, there's three. That's the part one of this video. Uh, Steve Carell, he played hockey. Well, of course. You should have seen that one coming. I've watched The Office. <laughs> um, Keanu Reeves. Interesting. And Jim Carrey. Wow. Yeah. Didn't see that one coming. Yeah. So, it, it's um, Hockey Benders. They posted it on Instagram. And they it's a part one. So, there will probably be more. Oh, yeah. So, but those are the three this guy listed. Keanu Reeves. Uh, Do you remember Z- Mystery Alaska? Yeah. Remember Russell Crowe? Russell Crowe was on skates in that movie. Played uh, played hockey in that movie. Well, um, they're talking not in movies. Oh, not in movies. Just like in general. They, they have they're, actual hockey experience. Ho- okay. Actual hockey experience, yes. Oh, that's cool. So, Steve Carell from The Office. I love him. I love Steve Crow. Oh, I do too. Love Keanu Reeves. Um, I, yes. I, I'm not a big fan of Jim Carrey. I do like some of his stuff. Some of the stuff he does is good. But, but him as a person, he is out there. I mean, I, I'm not trying he, to whisper to like, not to say it on air. No, I'm like whispering because it's like the guy is so eccentric. He's almost him and Jeff. If him and Jeff Goldblum did a podcast, oh my. god. Gosh, they'd go down so many weird rabbit holes, it would just make your mind go, what the hell did I just listen to? It would would bend your mind. Oh my, I feel like you would need LSD in order to figure out what they're saying. (laughs) I don't think I would ever We do not endorse the use of LSD. Or any type of drugs. Or any type of drug like it. We We should have said that last week too. We are just saying that... You get Jim Carrey and Jeff Goldblum in a room together to discuss theories, hypotheticals, and rabbit holes. You want to throw? Dear God! You want to throw another person in there? Who? William Shatner. Is he as weird as those two? I think I think he's a little weird like that. Those two. I didn't think he would be that weird. I. I, I, But then again, the guy was in Star Trek, so. I mean, he, he may have seen a thing or two. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but it could be possible. 
or Christopher Walken. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Christopher Walken. I uh, I have a movie of Christopher Walken's that you need to watch. What it, What is it? It's called Pool Hall Junkies. Oh, I've seen that. You seen Pool Hall Junkies? Yes, I've seen it. That is one of my favorite independent films of all time. I love that movie. Okay, okay. I. <laughs> I do. I've seen it. Okay. That is one of my favorite indie films of all time. Wow, I can't believe you. I own Pool Hall Junkies. I've been looking for it for like the past couple of years, man. I I, I I don't know where I got it, but I owe, I think I got it from Best Buy. The first time I saw it was on Netflix. Yeah. I watched it at least like two or three times. Doesn't that re- Have you ever seen the movie with Tom Cruise and Paul Newman, The Color of Money? No. It's also, that Pool Hall Junkies reminds me of that movie. Mm. Because it's just, with the, hu- with the hustling... Oh yeah, uh, I, uh, Chris. Again, we're going down a rabbit hole, but who gives a shit? Christopher Walken's. I love his lines in there. It it was like he comes in th- it, into where the la- I think it was the last scene of the movie where I can't think of the guy. His protege mm-hmm. was running the table on the guy the the big guy that thought he was hot shit. And he comes in and goes, a few minutes ago, or it was all loud. And he comes comes in and goes, wow, it just qu- it got quieter than a church or something. I, oh yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. I I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he 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 comes back in like after taking a break from the game. Yeah. And he comes back in and he goes, hey, next game, and he throws out a ridiculous number like a. A money figure or whatever, yeah. and and all of a sudden everybody just stops playing, and it's like, oh, for for a moment I thought I was I thought I was walking into a pool hall. Now it sounds as quiet as an effing church. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I can't believe I can't believe you like that movie. Oh, I never knew that you. I saw it years. <sighs> ag- I saw it years ago, man. I fell in love with it. I saw Pool Hall Junkies because I saw, uh, was it? Um, Clint Eastwood's daughter's in it. Allison Eastwood. I didn't know that was his daughter. Yes. And I, um, But uh, Paul Newman in The Hustler. I saw that movie. Yeah. And when I saw Pool Hall Junkies, I was kind of like, okay, you know what? I'll give it a shot. It's next. Well, you need to see the color of movie with, this was a younger color time. Color of money. Color of Money with Paul Newman and Tom Cruise. Okay. This was a younger Tom Cruise before he got all... Crazy. Yeah. Crazy, yeah. Okay. But yeah, Pull Hall Jackies. Yep, seen it. Love it. <laughs> oh, dude. <laughs> but uh, Christopher Walken, two two lines of him that I, I absolutely love uh, from other movies. Yeah. Um, is, uh, was it... Uh, the Balls of Fury movie. <laughs> you ever see that? <laughs> I've seen bits and pieces of it, but I the very first line where he walk, where he comes into the room and he goes ping pong, or as the Chinese say, ping pong. <laughs> he just does it with an Asian accent, and that, and then the other one is uh, Man of the Year with Robin Williams. Oh, and that. Um, I saw a clip of that. 
where he's on, um, I think on Instagram, and I was like, why haven't I seen this movie? Oh, it's great. Yes. It, it's it's great. I don't like how it took a dark spin at the end, but I think it's a good movie. And that, that's where Robin Williams Robin is Williams running is, for president. He he plays like a John Stewart character. He does like a Daily Show kind yeah. of thing. Does the uh, satire news on a late late show. Yeah. And somebody says you should run for president, and he actually does, and he ends up winning. But there's a twist to it. So. But he's the campaign advisor to Robin Williams' character, and it's during the debates. That's the clip I saw. And that where Robin Williams steps down from the podium, he goes off the rails, and he he's not following the rules of the the debate of the debate. Does that remind you of anybody? Yes, <laughs> and that. Um, but he gets off the podium, and as he's going. Um, Christopher Walken's character is watching. He's like in a back go. in a back room, smoking and everything, and he's going, he's going. It's like something I've never seen before. <laughs> and that, oh, wow. I use that line all the time when it's something like I've never seen that before. <laughs> and that like, I got to remember that. <laughs> it's like it's like something I've never seen before. <laughs> it's like oh, there's a. There's an arbitration between the MLB and the Players Association. It's like something I've never seen before. before. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Guys, we do apologize for going down these rabbit holes, but you know what? Okay. It's so what we do. So we brought up the whole jersey thing. Yeah. Pittsburgh, Tampa Bay. It reminded me of another jersey topic. Okay. So the Olympics are next year. The Winter Olympics. Don't, don't, Charlie... Don't get me started on the the, the Olympics. I, I got that twitch. So Canada and the USA have released the jerseys for the hockey teams. Okay. What are your thoughts on both? Because here's the deal. Canada, I'm going to give you the pass on this one. Believe me, you have no idea how much this hurts me. USA... I hope the graphic designers for their jerseys got shot after they after this. Oh shit. Oh my gosh, they were bad. And Canada, you guys have some pretty good ones. I'm not gonna lie. You've had some pretty good ones. These ones are they better than the USA's? Yes. Are they better than some of your other ones? Absolutely not. But they don't they are better than I, the I, USA. I, I, I do like the black. The black, the all black with the, the red. Every time Canada releases their third jersey and it's black, oh, it blows me away. Every time. Every time. Canada, just stick to black jerseys. Just stick to black jerseys. Red and black. Don't even do a white one. Don't even do a white one. And uh, But USA, oh. Shit the bed. They, they've shit the bed for the past, like, I'll say the last three Olympics. And that no, hold on. Let me let me let me rephrase. Let me rephrase. Two thousand and fourteen, they were good because they actually brought back the nineteen eighty design. The, the 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 white and blue, no third jersey. It was white and blue with just USA. Yeah. On the jersey, they brought those back. And now now the, now you made me realize that next week. 
And then I had to bring my 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 USA hockey jersey. I have mine in my closet too, so we'll wear USA next week. We'll wear our USA jerseys uh, for next week's episode, episode fifty next week. So we'll wear USA. How about that? Wow, episode fifty. Yep. <laughs> uh, but, wow. <laughs> but the the ones that they came out with with the shield. Yeah. I kind of I, I I like I cut. Charlie, don't shake your head at me. I kind of liked it. I, the shield was okay. Yeah. I just wish it was better. Okay. It was just better. Better. They least, made it look like a. They made it look like the U. Um, was it USA road sign you would see on the highway or something like you're taking USA uh, seventy two or seventy five right now. It's like. Hang on, hang on. I got one. I for see you. that every day. USA 82. My 82. I don't know. What's the, when did the Miracle on Ice happen? Miracle on Ice was 80. Okay. USA 80. Or USA 76. Why 76? I don't know. Seventeen seventy six or yeah. So, okay. Yeah. I was like nineteen seventy six. They didn't win anything in seventy six. 1876. Oh, uh, 1776. 17, 17. So 17, yeah. 1776. Shut up, Charlie, you're confusing me. July 4th, 17. I'm a history guy. I know my dates. <laughs> Look where it's got me. I'm a co host for a podcast. I'm not too. Co- I'm not complaining too much. <laughs> eh, it is what it is. Ding. Ding. <laughs> and, uh, but, yeah, USA shit the bed. This year, or for next year's Olympics. Canada, you guys blew it out of the water again with your red and your black one. Don't even do the white ones next time. Ugh. And then USA, guys, just stick with what is good. And then stick with the classics. 1980. After that, I mean, it was... You know, I get the whole, you gotta, like... It's a new generation. It's a new team. Gotta have a new style. Guys, there's nothing wrong with the classic 1980 white and blues, okay? Nothing wrong with it. I just I just had a thought, but I want to save it okay. all fair. Okay. Because it's a part of what we're planning for you. It's a plan for you all. Mm. So, I don't want to... Teaser for later. Teaser for later. Yep. Yes. So, alright. So... What what are your thoughts on the jerseys? Uh, I like. I didn't see the USA ones, but I like the Canadian. Or I like the black, the black Canadian Canadian hockey jersey. I like the, the ones that they had a few years ago when they went to uh, South Korea. I think yeah, that, uh, yeah, 2018 South Korea. Uh, their black alternate jersey. Oh, that was killer! That was just absolutely killer. I couldn't find anything wrong with it. That was just beautiful. Beautiful. Oh, absolutely. Beauty fish. Beauty, eh? <laughs> a beauty. It was beauty. It was beauty fish. Beauty fish. For you people that don't know who I'm doing, I'm doing a, a Brian Regan. Look him up. He's <laughs> hilarious. I know I posted it. I, th- on, I think you on, did. On the stories, either last week or this week. I know I did. Did you say? Do you save your stories? Um, I have I have the stories archived. the The stories for for Drop the Gloves podcast are saved and archived. 
So whatever I share on Drop the Gloves podcast Instagram is immediately saved uh, when it comes to the stories. Um, oh, here you go. Yeah, it was a couple weeks ago. Here you go. They look like soccer jerseys. Exactly. Exactly. Oh, USA, what the hell, bro? Exactly. They look We're playing ice hockey, not soccer. Our ice hockey team should be better than our men's soccer team. Bingo! Cause our soccer team is crap. <laughs> Again. Bingo! And that there's a reason why there are more people who watch the There are there's a reason why there's more Americans who watch the women's ice hockey than there is guys who watch men's USA soccer. <laughs> it's because the women actually win gold medal. <laughs> and that DC Superheroes Night. Yeah, the Flash jerseys. Yeah. Yeah, I saw them. Oh, well, I didn't know if you saw this. Yeah, yeah, I saw the Flash. Well, it's... Because it's the lightning bolt on yeah. the front. and yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, we got distracted. It's okay. And that, but yeah, I saw them. I, I love them. And that um, it took them forever to do it. It's the same thing with um, was it when the Cyclones did the Star Wars? But jersey? they they did they did a vote. It was like Wonder Woman or Flash. Oh, Flash, hands down. Well, I voted for the Flash, duh. And uh, well, I, I'm thinking about design. When it when it comes to design and the whole Cyclone thing, I'm going Flash, totally lightning duh. bolt. Yeah, duh, 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 and that. Uh, like when it came to uh, when they did Star Wars Nights, I like the Darth Vader jersey. Darth Vader should have been number one. I love that. But instead, the very first Star Wars Night one was um, Stormtroopers. I was like, Stormtroopers. Didn't they do a Chewbacca one? They did a Chewbacca one, but Stormtroopers was like one of the very first ones that the Cincinnati Cyclones did, and I was like, why are this? Why are the Stormtroopers? Stormtroopers can't. Just Shoot worth a shit. <laughs> <laughs> they could hit a blind side of a barn. Uh, you ever see the videos of stormtroopers target practicing? They can't hit a bottle from five feet away. <laughs> <laughs> They're terrible shots. And everybody wants to say, well, it's the helmets. The helmets block their... Oh, well, then maybe they should, get, should get new helmets. Ever thought of that? Or shouldn't wear helmets. You ever think of that? No, you didn't, Star Wars geeks. You know what? We just gave Disney another idea to ruin another, another, whatever. We're we're thinking of this logically. Disney, when they made those three movies, they weren't thinking logically. They were just. I, don't thinking, think, I think they were smoking pot, eating uh, Cheetos. It, they they in just the hired. Back. They just hired a bunch of people who were still stuck living in the seventies. And that in their mama's basement or grandma's <laughs> I was, basement. I was about ready to say that. Or, or living in their mom's or grandma's basement going, see, I could have written the script better than George Lucas. No, you couldn't. You ruined it, you... Mm. Dumbasses. Dumbass! <laughs> <laughs> All right, Charlie. Are you, uh, are you ready for last call? Since we haven't done that in a minute? Um, Sure. Okay. Let's do last call. Let's do last call. Uh, Brad picked last time he was here, so... You know what? I'll let you... Or you know then what? You, then I'll, you shake it up, and I'll, I'll pick I'll, it up. I'll let you... Oh. 
we, we we need to work we need to work on some more uh I think we need to take a week off to come up with uh, <laughs> come up with some last with, calls that we haven't done before. Yeah. And it's a shame we threw them out so we can't figure out what we did before. Oh, well, you know what? That football one I think we will not uh, do ever again. I feel like we've covered this one. What is it? How would you rank Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant, and LeBron James? Yeah. We've done it. Done so. it. We we we've talked that ho- we've beat that horse so many times. It's, okay. Jeez. Uh, okay. Probably, what, can I ask a, a, a simple question? Yes, my friend. What the hell were you? Th- I almost said it. <laughs> what the hell were you thinking? I I think that one was getting towards the end of my brainstorm when I was thinking of these questions when I was writing them okay. down. Okay. Like, because. I wrote these questions down when we started this thing like, 50 something weeks ago. Almost a year ago. ago. Yeah, it's 50 something weeks ago. Again, I think we talked about this and we talked about it last week. But last week was Rivalries Week. Greatest sports rivalries. Yeah, well, we were talking about college football. Okay. So, greatest sports rivalries. So, okay, greatest sports rivalries. But, yeah, we were talking about college football. So, let's. Yeah. Expand it. All sports. Uh, all sports. You want to go first? Uh, sure. All right. Okay, so the first um, first one that automatically pops in my head. New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox. I was going to say that. It, it's totally one of the great. It's totally one of the greatest. Um, I would say that for the longest time it was. The little engine that could Boston Red Sox versus the Goliath New York Yankees. New York Yankees over the span of the I'll say the 21st century. Uh, we're in the 21st century, so I'll say over the span of this early part of the 21st century, the Boston Red Sox are becoming a powerhouse. The Yankees are now declining. Declining. It's like a fall of an empire. It's like Rome falling. Yeah. Um, the fall of the Yankee Empire. But, but still, it's a good rivalry. Yeah, it's it, also it's, a rivalry. It still holds up, uh, regardless of how the teams are falling and rising right now. Still a great rivalry. Um, I'll tell you one that comes to mind. It's still baseball, uh, but it's not probably considered by the rest of the sports world as the greatest. Yeah. I'm going to say St. Uh, Louis Cardinals and the Cincinnati Reds. I would agree with you on that. I, I Man, those two teams they they somehow find themselves in a fight also well, the same way with the Pittsburgh Pirates once too. or twice a season i mean they find themselves i mean dugouts clear at least once or twice a season with okay. them. it's a very underrated rivalry but i would put it up there because yeah. when it's st louis i and I think it's every time St. Louis comes to Cincinnati. It's not when Cincinnati goes to St. Louis. Louis. Yeah, it's when it's St. when St. Louis comes to Cincinnati that the rivalry because or, or you something got, you gets got heated. The two things that I think of when I rem- the the know like the Cincinnati St. Louis rivalry was this past year. One this past year when the first I think it was the opening series that the Reds played against the Cardinals, the beginning of the year where. Nick Cassianos came flying in the hole and it flexed over the pitcher um, that tried to take you take him out. And then, of course, you have Yadi Molina 
stick up his butt. I was going to say something much worse, but okay. Put it put it to a mild. Uh, we'll we'll just we'll use the stick up the butt. But th- th- then that was that one, and then the one a uh, couple years ago, I can't remember what the fight was about. It was when uh, Tony Larusso still managed the Cardinals, and Jason Larue, former Red, was a catcher mm-hmm. for the Cardinals. He got his career cut short because of that. It was a big old brawl, and it went into the fence or the the netting behind home plate. I can't remember who, how it started or whatnot, but that's that 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 game, and then the Nick Castellanos flexing over the pitcher, which he was that pitcher sucked. <laughs> um. Wood Wood Woodruff or who I don't I don't, I don't know but yeah who cares it was Nick Castellanos trying to be a leader on the team so I I agree with you on that um no more in baseball um in terms of other sports college college basketball uh two come to mind um Kentucky and Louisville yeah totally. Totally, hands down, one of the biggest basketball rivalries. I mean, there are kids on both sides who probably don't understand how big this rivalry is. I live, I lived in a house divided. My dad was a, is, I shouldn't say was, he still is. He found a reason to keep on going with Louis. Keep on keeping on. <laughs> and he almost gave up on him. He almost did. Dave. What were you thinking, man? And uh, he almost gave up on him. And he should have gave up on him. He was going They're to trash. He was going to go join Xavier, but then the Xavier coach became yeah, the Louisville, Louisville coach, coach, and he was like, "Hey, I found a reason to stick around." Yeah, hey. So Chris, Chris Mack. So my dad, Louisville fan, me, UK fan, and I also have an uncle who's a Louisville fan, and a Loserville fan, a Loserville fan, and his his sons. Saw the light, and so my cousins are UK yeah. fans. Well, so uh, it's like the Notre Dame light. <laughs> it's like, oh wait, blue. Um, what is this color of wildcat? And then the other basketball one is North Carolina Duke. Duke. Okay. Um, do you think there's one in NFL? Cincinnati and Pittsburgh. Do you think that's a good rivalry, or do you think it's one sided? Past couple of years, it's been one-sided. But know. this year, Cincinnati sweeped Pittsburgh. Sw- yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's any great rivalries in the NFL. I mean, not anymore. Not not anymore. You'd, it used to be like well, the Cowboys and the Redskins. The Redskins. You had and Packers and Bears. Packers and Bears. Uh, the Raiders. I don't know. I think the Raiders and the Steelers back in the early day, like in uh, the 70s, that was a big. And the every, Cal, and the everybody Cal, wanted to make Patriots and Buffalo a rivalry, and it, it was always one sided. But the reason why it was one sided was because of Tom Brady. Yeah. And at, um, football, basketball, MLB, uh, hockey. Totally. There's tons. Uh, but. One of the greatest comes to mind, and that is Montreal, 
Canadians, and Boston Bruins. You, I knew you were going to get You there. don't date within the, the division. division. It's the reason. Montreal and Boston is the reason why you don't date within the division. Uh, and that kind of reminds me of something that I saw earlier this week where the Rangers played the Islanders. Yeah. And uh, an Islanders fan was with a Rangers fan on a date or something. And uh, the Rangers ended up winning. The guy in the Islanders jersey was not having a good time. And the commentators were just like telling this guy... Like, hey, if you're on a date, you should just leave right now. Leave her at the stadium. And if you're not on a date, then I see marriage counseling in your future. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) But, yeah, you don't date within the division. Um, Okay. uh, Boston, Montreal. um, Everybody wants to pretend there's a rivalry out west with uh, the L.A. Kings and the Anaheim Ducks because Anaheim has one more, or not Anaheim, L.A. has one more cup than Anaheim, but Anaheim was the very first California Stanley Cup winner. So, yeah, it's not a rivalry worth mentioning, but, but in the minor leagues, Toledo, Cincinnati... Totally. Uh, I was, and that's my rivalry. So there you okay. go. Okay. Okay. So what are yours, uh, sir? Baseball. The baseball. Totally agree with you. Uh, Yankees. Uh, Red Sox. Um, another baseball one uh, would be probably the Dodgers and the Giants. Just over the past couple years, you're well. The past twenty-one years here. It's you know they're always number one and number two in division. Mm-hmm. So that that's my baseball one. College football, I think you forgot to mention this one. <laughs> Michigan and Ohio State. Oh yeah, totally forgot about that one. And then three thousand five hundred plus days later, Michigan decided to make it a rivalry. And again. then Army Navy. Army Navy, which we covered last week in episode forty eight. And then the I think uh, Texas and Oklahoma. Ooh, Red River rivalry. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. So, and then... You got a lot of country music stars yeah. that show up for that game. And then you got, you got, you got our boy, all right, all right, all right. Matthew McConaughey, who's Texas, Texas, and Toby Keith, who is Oklahoma. Oklahoma. Yep. And then college basketball. I agree with you. Duke, North Carolina. Also, Kentucky... And uh, somehow Duke and, and North Carolina, somehow Duke and North Carolina have some of the greatest. I tell you another games. greatest greatest games. What? And you, again, you forgot which one? Just across the river. Oh my gosh! Crosstown shootout. How could I forget Cincinnati and Xavier? Correct. Oh my gosh! There have been fights that have broken yeah. out between those guys. Absolute, literally, fights. Oh yeah. Players got suspended for games. Yeah. Um, I think one time the sheriff's department showed up. <laughs> um, I don't. I NFL. I again probably uh, not many. Pro- probably not many. Not or the, the, or the rivalries have gone dead. Gone dormant. Yeah. Yeah, dead because of 
one team being better than the other for so many years. Well, and with with any any team in the NFC East is shit. I mean, oh yeah, you got you got just. Well, the Cowboys are doing pretty good this year. Cowboys still. are going. They they won that game Thursday Thursday night. By yeah, the knock spit. on knock on wood, but yeah, they're doing all right. And then, yeah, I don't I don't really have. I don't. NHL, I mean, you you said Montreal and Boston. Oh, I'll tell you a hockey one that I forgot. Cincinnati and uh, Wheeling. No, 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 no. Not minor league. Not minor league. I'm thinking National Hockey League. There's a rivalry I forgot. Calgary and Edmonton. Okay. Those guys have gotten... Those two teams have gotten really... (laughs) When it comes to the Battle of Alberta... Oh yeah, they they've had some they've had some squabbles. So okay, so yeah, the Calgary and Edmonton though that that's one that uh, slipped my mind. Yeah, but uh, is that all you got, Mike? That's all I got, dude. I mean, I can't I can't think of anything else off the top of my head. And again, we could give two shits less about the NBA. Yeah, but if we were saying NBA. Old school, old school Boston Lakers, yeah. Yeah. and then Bulls and Pistons. Yes. So I, I would do Boston and LA all the time. You got yeah. Bird versus Magic. You had Bird versus Magic in college. Indiana State versus Michigan State. Yeah. Yeah. The rivalry goes deep. All right, guys. Well, I think that's going to do it for episode forty-nine. Uh, title to be named later. later. So, uh, yeah, thanks for tuning in, guys. Sorry we went down a few movie rabbit holes, but, uh, hey, it's Drop the Gloves Podcast. You never and it know. is what it is. It is what it is. Ding! Ding. And you never know what you're going to hear from us. So, Mike, where can the fans of and listeners follow you? Okay, ladies and gentlemen, you can follow me, follow me on Twitter at GlovesMike, and you can follow the podcast on Facebook at Drop the Gloves one guys can follow the uh, show uh, on Instagram as well at Drop the Gloves Podcast, all lowercase. Um, look forward to having you guys over there. Be sure to subscribe and share the podcast wherever it is available on major streaming platforms such as Anchor. Thank you guys for being our host for 49 episodes. Thank you, Anchor. Going on 50 next week. We'll be... Oh, I hope we I hope we got something big for next week. We man. we need to do something big for episode fifty. Number fifty, man. Uh, but thank you, Anchor, for that. Uh, also, be sure to check us out on Spotify, who partners with Anchor now, uh, as well as Apple Podcasts, uh, Breaker, Radio Public, and of course Google. F you, Google. Again, I'm surprised we're still on Google. Four percent listenership. And <laughs> uh, so, yep. That's where you guys can follow us, find us, subscribe, and share the podcast with your friends, families. Neighbors, brothers, cousins. And just have a good time, guys. Uh, So, signing out, I'm Charlie. I'm Mike. And we will see you guys. In the penalty box.